This is the Common Chaos Podcast, episode 66. I'm Thomas. I'm Jaden. I'm Dakota. I'm Matt. I'm Austin. We're just a couple of everyday guys trying to become better versions of ourselves. Welcome to our conversation. Austin's back on the scene, baby. Yeah. Oh. The world is chaos. Show or feel no nervousness, anger, or other strong emotion. Complete disorder or confusion. We're not only training our, you know, our defensive mindsets, we're also working in, you know, in our spiritual lives and trying to make ourselves better human beings. Welcome back to the Comic Chaos Podcast, episode 66. How's everyone doing? Good, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, Good. how are you? Good, how are you? Good, how are you? Great, how are you? Great, how are you? Dandy. Isn't that from Letterkenny? Um, it's not quite like that. He goes, he like, goes, yeah, something like that. how are you now? Good, and you? Oh, oh how are oh, you? Not so bad. Good, and you? Oh, not so bad. And you? <laughs> um, yeah, it is. So, I actually... Just I want to put the announcement out there. I will be leaving. Today is Sunday, June 26th when we're recording this. You guys will hear this Monday, June 25th. I will be leaving. 27th. 27th. Wrong way. That's my birthday. It is. Um, <laughs> yeah, tomorrow's my birthday. But I will be... Happy I will, birthday. Thank you. I will be leaving on the 29th to go to Guatemala again this year. Woot, woot. Um... I am not prepared to leave the country in any way, shape, or form. I good. just started thinking about it like two days ago. Good, good. And I'm pretty stressed out about it. You'll be all right, I think. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not stressed out about the actual, like... What do you, what do you just got to pack, right? And mentally prepare? Mm-hmm. You got, like, like a passport and... I don't know, like, any of the details, which I can find or I can find out easily. But, like, I started thinking about it last night, and I was like, oh... I'm actually like leaving the country. It finally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like this is a real thing that I'm doing. I should probably think about it a little it's more. Because you, you've been talking about it for so long now, it's like finally coming up. And you're yeah. Like, oh, wait. <laughs> yeah. I put everything off. But yeah, we'll be leaving. We're going to be going to Chikamon again. Uh, we're going to be staying in a village for two nights in a row this time, which I'm kind of terrified for because, like, it's it's cool and it's fun and it'll be a cool experience later. But that second day. I'm gonna wake up and be dead. Like it's gonna be rough. As long um, as you get your suitcase this time. Mm-hmm. Mm, we. I, yeah. That's actually. That's something. That's something that we told everyone that's going on the trip. Pack all of your essentials and two extra outfits in your carry-on, because I didn't get my bag for five days last time. Yeah. <coughs> I forgot um, about that. Yeah. Uh, half the clothes that I wear on a daily basis are from a Gu- Guatemalan Goodwill. No way. Yeah. Like, I, I bought a whole new wardrobe while I was down there. One in Rome. Not today. Today I just bought all these clothes. But, like, you know that, that, that yellow Quicksilver shirt that yeah, paint yeah, all over yeah. it? That's from there. Huh. Um, but, yes, uh, we'll be leaving. Super excited. Going to be an awesome time. Uh, I had to learn guitar for this trip because they were like, we don't have a guitar player. I don't know how to play guitar. They asked me a month ago. <laughs> so. Did you get anywhere? Yeah, I mean, I have... 
I have the song that they wanted me to learn down just in the wrong key. So that's what capos are for. That's what capos are for, but you have to capo it up to the fifth fret and then play it down there and then it sounds oh, like a, like Tinkerbell's playing it and it it's I'm learning and I will get there and I, I have two days to figure it out. So you probably won't get there by the trip though. Maybe next year. The one thing the one thing that I said to Pastor Brooklyn, uh she's like the one that's doing worship stuff with me and she was like she was like, uh Jaden, just do this and I told her that I learned it in the wrong key. And she was like, well, just transpose it to D. And I went, Brooklyn, I've been learning to play guitar for a month. I don't know how to transpose. I don't know what that means. And she was like, well, I mean, I'm learning how to play the piano, and I'll be playing on the trip. I was like, how long have you been practicing piano? She's like, well, maybe a year. And I went, okay, well, I've been doing it a month. And so I, it's, it's stressful, but I'm excited because I'm learning how to play guitar, and it's fun. What else? Oh, sad news. So we... Are the the merch and everything we want to put this out there we I went and I talked to a t-shirt shop and a lot of clothing inventory is out of stock right now and so it's gonna be really hard for us to get um, clothes and merch in apparel not merch yeah we don't do merch we do apparel <laughs> so it's gonna be really hard for us to get that in and we just want to throw it out there that if anyone's listening and you really we're excited about it and you want something let us know because we haven't really seen much uh interaction or excitement about the clothes we were just excited about them and since it's going to be really difficult we decided let's hold off unless we get excitement about it and people message us they're like yes i want something i want it i want it and then maybe it's worth it so if you are excited and you want to get something because the designs are kind of cool let us know and we will keep going on that but we've put it on the back burner for now just let us know that's all the announcements i think i got is that right Any mm, i think that's really all we have yeah all right so i can't think of anything else at least so dakota yes sir in 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 the news Something has happened recently. Can, we, can you edit a little? Can you edit, like, you know, like the... Yeah, 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 yeah. Can you edit that in there? In today's news. In today's news. Um, but something has happened recently, and you kind of want to talk about it because it's been on your heart. Yeah. So, and, and just a disclaimer, we want to we wanna tackle this issue correctly. We want to talk about it in the way that God would want us to talk about it. And we're not trying to shame people. We're not trying to make people angry we just want to have an open discussion about a topic at like every other podcast we've ever had we we we've made a platform where we want it to be open discussion and we would love to have someone come and talk to us about it if you'd like to but this is just four dudes five five dudes usually four um five dudes that are are seeing what's happening in the world and we're hurt by it and so we're gonna we're gonna discuss that today a little bit, and hopefully you don't want to click off or we don't make you completely hate us with what we're saying because we're not trying to get in, get anyone all flustered or mad. We just want to have an actual conversation about it and really get to the root of the issue and the hearts of people. So Dakota. Yeah, man, look, I mean, no, nothing is ever gonna change. I don't want to say, like, in the world or in our country or whatever. Nothing's ever going to change socially if, like, we don't talk about things yeah. that nobody wants to talk about. Yeah. 
Okay. So, obviously, uh, if you have been living under a rock recently, like the past week or so, um, the whole Roe v. Wade has been overturned in like a, at a federal level by the Supreme Court last week or whatever. Um, and so I, I actually didn't know what that meant. Right. I thought that it was just that it's – I thought Roe v. Wade was what made it illegal. And then someone told me, I think it was Annalise, she told me, like, no, like, it's the opposite of that. This yeah. is what's making it legal. And I was like, oh, crap. Yeah, so it was, it, was a, it was a court case back in, I think, like, the early 70s or something like that. Some lady in Texas, like, challenged Texas's abortion laws or whatever, and basically she won. And it, like, it, like protected uh, – what's the right way to word that? It, it protected abortions to be made legal across the board federally i think i think i said that right did i say that right sounded right it made it made it so that they couldn't be federally illegal well there you go Mm -hmm. that that way makes sense at least but that's what it was it It made it so the states didn't have the option right it was right it was a federal matter Mm -hmm. because of it It, because it went the whole way up to the supreme court so it became federal like like gay marriage did Mm -hmm. it went through however many different levels of court there were until it got up to the supreme court and then they were like all right there it is gay marriage is allowed so it was one of those deals but it was like way back then. Mm-hmm. Way back. I think I think was it seventy two or something like that. I, I think, think it was the seventies. It was in the seventies. It was the seventies. Yeah, yeah, it was in the seventies. Whatever it was. Um, I can't believe it was ever illegal, or like it, it wasn't okay. You know what I mean? What do you mean? Just because it was like so long ago, or like what? Well, just like get out of our business. Go talk to go <laughs> talk. Okay, so go I talk to somebody that. that was born in the forties. Yeah. So okay, so I agree with that to an extent. Like to to have the uh, open door policy with it. I, up until, like, literally, like, the past week, I always kind of held the opinion of I don't like abortion and I think it's bad, but I also just don't have to worry about that. Like, I don't, obviously, I mm-hmm. myself cannot get pregnant, but, you know, uh, you know, biology there. Yep, but, um, yep, yep, yep. You know, just, just like, on the terms of, like, you know, I, I just would like to think that me and, me and my girlfriend you know we just wouldn't get one you know so like that was just kind of where i stood on it for a while because i just just you know it doesn't really concern me you know Mm -hmm. first of all we're not gonna be pregnant (laughs) so that's also another thing we don't have to worry about (laughs) but you know just you know and theoreticals or whatever you know i always just felt like you know if you don't like it don't get one you know yeah because on on the american level of me I don't think the government should have any say in what I do, and I don't want them to have any say in what I do. But I kind of woke up this past week in the thought process of myself, at least, that, man, I said a thing in our group chat, and I don't know if I, I don't know if it's still in there. I said it really good. (laughs) Probably going to botch it if it's not still in here. Let me look real quick, sorry. Somebody saved it. I don't remember what it was. Well, there's a bunch of stuff still in here, so I'm wondering if it is still in here. Yeah, we had a long conversation about it. I didn't read any of that, by the way. My phone just had a seizure. Just went the whole way back to 2021. I just, I get just so sick of hearing all about it. I just shut off. I don't, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna keep digging for it. But I I basically said along the lines of, um, balls, where was I at? (laughs) Man, what was I talking about? I blanked out because my phone had a seizure. Roe v. Wade. 
No, I know that. Your, your oh, thought process oh, in the past week. Process. How your thought process changed oh, about it. Oh, 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 thank you. There we go. Um, I said that on is comparing the American to being a Christian differences. I, I, I kind of think that if it can coincide, like my beliefs with how I feel as an American and my beliefs is how I feel as a Christian, if they can coincide, obviously I think that's that's what I'd prefer to, to happen, you know. You know, like, for instance, I'm just going to go straight at it. It's like murder. Okay, I think everybody can kind of agree murder's like not cool, right? We have mm-hmm. all five of us here cool with murder not being cool, right? Okay. <laughs> I think that's good on a Christian level. <laughs> until I, until and, someone hurts my family, then that's murder's di- no, 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 fine. No, not killing people. Murder. Difference. <laughs> murder's not cool. Murder and is I like... I think yeah, as okay, a Christian okay. and as an American... Taking of innocent both, life. Both sides of me think, yeah, murder's not cool. Mm-hmm. So that's nice that that's how that works in this country. Murder's not cool. Okay? But, so, for the abortion thing... I just go to court and be like, dude, murder's not cool. I just, <laughs> I rest my case, Your Honor. <laughs> so, as far as the abortion thing goes, it was kind of like the same process I had in my head of murder. It's like, all right, well, like, murder's not cool, so how about I just don't shoot someone for no reason, right? Mm-hmm. It was the same thing with that. It was like, well, I don't think killing babies is cool, so maybe I just don't do one. Excuse me, if, if you want to be politically correct, unborn babies. I don't think killing unborn babies is cool, so I'm just not going to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I kind I kind of held that stance just because I don't know that I necessarily didn't care. Or, you know, I don't really know what it was. It just didn't really, you know, whatever, whatever reason. But over over the past week or however long, I don't even think it's been a full week as of the time we record this. I, you know, I, you know, you get on the old Instagram and the Twitter, and everyone's like voicing their opinions on everything, and you know, you start seeing like different people's like opinions and how they feel and stuff like that. And honestly, like. The fact of the matter is, whether it's right or wrong or not either, if that's possible, there's a lot of people hurting, like, from from the court decision and just, like, in general. There's, mm-hmm. like, a ton of people that are just, like, lost, man. And honestly, like, I, this past week, I have just been, like... On both sides. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. That's, I've, just, I've just been, like, honestly, I've kind of been, like, really emotional this past week. That's kind of, that's kind of the point that I was going to take on it, like... No matter what side of it you're on, it, it the whole thing just hurts my soul. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're on the side of don't kill any babies and I'm going to scream that in your face, right. it hurts my soul that you've missed the message of love. Right. And, exactly. then, and then if you're on the side of I want an abortion, it hurts my soul that you think that's your option. Right. And it, both sides make me sad. Where it's like, we live in a world that has decided, and Pastor Nick said this this morning, that it's just okay. Let's just kill him. Let's get rid of the baby. That makes me sad. And then we also live in a world where it's okay to just scream and be angry at your fellow neighbor for a decision that is very, very difficult for them to make. Right. I, yeah, 100%, man. Because that, that's, man, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I don't want to dwell on, like, the... Uh, well, first of all, let me say this. I'm not doing the whole sciencey part of this because I'm not a scientist. I haven't done a whole lot of scientific research, and I'm not going to, like, get into that. And if that's if, – if, if you want to, like, talk about that, honestly, I don't know. I'm not your guy. But I am going to talk about this from a little bit of a spiritual or slash Christian perspective. And I'm also – everything that I'm going to kind of, like, try to hint at, uh, if 
you, if you're not a Christian or don't believe in the Bible or anything like that, honestly, I'm kind of not really talking to you either, mm-hmm. truth be told. Because nothing, nothing I'm going to bring up is going to matter if you don't think the Bible's real. So I want you to still listen to it because maybe something hits for you anyhow, but it's not really who I'm talking to. The, 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 the audience I'm kind of trying to hit today is, is us. Is Well, yes, us sitting here, um, other Christians who either like myself were kind of like just kind of like wishy-washy with it you know or some people who have taken their hard stance that abortion is okay stuff like that you know whatever it's it's the it's the people who are already christians who claim they believe in god and claim that god is real and they claim that they live their life for god but they're either wishy-washy or for abortion that's kind of who i'm i'm talking at today Mm -hmm. And, like, we talked a little bit before this, kind of, like, at least me and Matt did. I don't, like, Matt. Matt's all about, you know, not to speak for you, but, like, you're all about the government not being involved in our lives whatsoever. And I do agree with that. Uh, until the American and Christian desires I have cannot coincide, I have to lean with the Christian desires. I have to put that first. Because, ultimately, I do not answer to George Washington. Or whoever, you know, insert insert famous American name. I don't really care. But President. Yeah, whoever you know, whoever. I sir I certainly don't answer to Joe Biden. That's <laughs> if there's a president I don't answer to, it's just it's a buffoon. Guy, the guy that falls off his bike. Yeah, bro. Well I can't knock Did him you for see that. The but Joe I, Rogan meme. Yes. <laughs> I can't oh, yeah. knock him for the bike oh, thing, but sitting like, there on the ground <laughs> with the microphone. <laughs> that's hilarious. That was funny. Yeah, so I can't, I can't, I'm not going to knock Jeff for falling off of, like, bro, I've been there. But I, I've definitely fallen yeah, off Yeah, I've, I've been there. I'm not going to knock him for that, but I am going to knock him for being senile. Um, that you can quote that, too. I'm not ashamed to say that one, either. Um, so, at, at church today, this, by the way, I've been going to the church that I've been going to for, I don't, not quite a year yet. Almost. Almost a year. And this is the first time, at least, that I can remember that we've deviated from the scheduled program. So and I we like got the notes today and I just saw unborn babies on the sheet and I said oh we're getting spicy today <laughs> so I'm I'm kind of today today I really got like some good actual biblical perspective on as to why I should feel a certain way as a Christian which I've kind of been needing all week and I honestly have just been so busy that I just I, I haven't mm-hmm. been able to look into it I'm just beat I'm beat from working too much but anyway um, I got some solid biblical perspective some biblical things to support why uh, I'm just going to come out and say my stance. Abortion's bad and it's not good and as Christians we should be more than against it. We should be doing things to prevent it. Mm -hmm. And That's that's a big thing that I had not thought of until today at, at church and also let me also get this out there before I start getting into it. What I say does not reflect any views or beliefs of any pastor or church that we are involved with. It is just what I got from it. I just wanted to put that out there. Good disclaimer. Yeah, I just wanted, yep, I don't want people, I don't want people coming at my pastor or your pastor or my church or your church or any, you know, any who doubt because that's even how my pastor said it. He said, don't listen to what I tell you at face value. He said, listen to your own convictions about this. He said, get in your Bible Read, read the passages I'm giving to you and have your own conviction about it. Mm-hmm. So don't, don't like, reference me. So that's exactly... Pastor Fred, I'm not referencing you, even, <laughs> even though I name-dropped you. But this, I, my beliefs just line up with how I felt today. 
Um, so all week, uh, since the announcement, I guess at first I was like kind of like celebratory about it. You know, I was kind of like, dude, that's lit. I even put I put a couple things in my Instagram story, and one one of them I put. It was like a post saying about how Roe v. Wade was overturned. And I put W for the little homies or whatever. Mm-hmm. I had a couple people yell at me about it, and I had a couple people support me for it. So if you support me for it, shout out to you. I'm not going to name drop anyone. But um, so that was really cool. And I had some discussions with a couple people online and stuff like that, a few different people about, like, you know, basically just like yelling at me. They're just like, yeah, you know, this is what I believe. You know, but it wasn't a very good argument that I was giving them either. So kind of, kind of my bad for being unprepared for that, I guess. I always like to post controversial things, and nobody gives me any flashback for it. So something I finally that, got it, and so I was for it. Something that uh, Pastor Nick said to me and the youth team at Jihau one time, it was, uh, it was when all the kids got killed at that school not too long ago. Texas, yeah. Yeah, and we were sitting there in his living room, and he said, hey, listen, you might want to go online, go on Facebook, go on Instagram, and, and say all of these things about your religion, about the things that you believe. America is grieving, and it's not the time to make a point. It's not. It's the time to mourn together. I agree. And that is kind of how I I feel about this situation, where I'm not trying to make a point. I'm not trying to tell anyone you're wrong. I'm trying to say the fact that this is even a thing – hurts my soul and if you're a christian and it doesn't hurt your soul that this is an argument you need to read your bible again i was gonna say check yourself honestly because that uh, honestly that's the truth and i'm i'm gonna stand here and tell you that that uh, that was me literally a week ago less than a week ago probably it was one of those things that like i think about it and i'm just like yeah yeah i mean killing killing unborn babies i mean that's kind of that's kind of dark that kind of sucks you know but like I started, the more I started seeing about people complaining about it, you know, complaining about it, whatever, but, like, saying, like, like, going into detail about how their alternatives are, you know, you put that kid through the system or whatever, and they spend 18 years in the system, and then they finally are a legal adult, and they get out, and they have absolutely zero life foundation skills and stuff like that, and be like, is it really better to make them go through that than to just off them before they have to go through anything. And honestly, bro, no. I think it is. Yeah, it is. It is absolutely better to suffer 85 years of your earthly life than it is to never have one. Absolutely. That's how I feel. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't don't have anything to back that up. That's just how I feel. And and a point that we made um, (coughs) when we were talking about it in our uh, group chat, Casey sent us a tweet that said, all you people that are pro-life, and it was someone who was mad about it, but it was all you people who are pro-life and everything, you better be ready to start adopting some babies. Yeah, absolutely. And Kate, the, we were talking about, like, okay, well, how do we feel about that? And I was like, absolutely. Like, it's time for us to put our money where our mouth is. If that's what we believe and we're saying don't kill your baby, you need to see a lot more adoptions in the, yep. in the church. Yep. And Pastor Nick said something about it today where he knows a church down south that went through something like this and – they had a hundred kids in the foster system in that town, and that church adopted all a hundred of them. Not the church itself, the people, the people in the church. Right, right, because right. I, I actually, he said that, and I went, and you're now property of Jihau. <laughs> that doesn't sound good either. <laughs> but, that's not, that sounds kind of sus. Yeah, but it, for real, like, as Christians and as people who, are, who want the babies to live, 
we have to be willing to take the steps. Mm -hmm. And it's sad when you see all these pro-life people that are screaming and shouting about all this crap. Almost, like, almost that's another thing I'm going to hit. Why 85% of Christians probably aren't actually pro-life. Yeah, like it, 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 you're screaming and shouting about it, but then you're doing nothing to help. Right. That's, yep, exactly. The people, the people that are getting the abortions and for the abortions are screaming for help. And we're just saying, you're wrong. Don't do that. You're wrong. Stop doing that. But continue. All right. So the the first the first kind of like little point that I want to make is he, humans are different from like other living things. Okay. And the reason the re, again to hit this one more time before I like finally like start getting into things. If if you don't believe the Bible is real and you don't like God or whatever, none of this is going to matter to you. Honest honestly. So this is, this is for people who claim they're Christians or are actually Christians but don't know how to feel. So human life is different from other living things, plants, animals, you know, whatever. Because whenever, whenever God made us, he physically, like, made us out of the dirt or clay or whatever. And he breathed his life into us. Like, that, that's what separates humans from anything else that's living, mm -hmm. right? And if, if you want to... If you wanted to uh, Bible reference that it's Genesis 1 26 through 31 it's, it's, it's like the end of the first chapter of the Bible so that that's that's the start of why human life maybe takes a different precedence over we have a soul right essentially yeah that's that's kind of really what it comes down to so <clears throat> now this is this is where we start going into where I could get the the science flashback because I I'm just gonna be honest with you I don't I don't do science I don't do baby science you know I don't know how, I don't know how it works but biblically speaking I don't do baby science I don't do baby science you know I'm just I'm not your guy go yell at someone else over it you know I, I don't know but life begins in the womb and should be valued and protected at any stage of pregnancy and some some reference off of that is an exodus Matt you're welcome I gave you some exodus stuff hmm. So, um, Exodus 21, chapter 21, 22 through 25. I don't want to read everything because we'll end up going into big rabbit holes or whatever. Write them down. Read them for yourself. Rabbit holes. Yeah. Write, write, write these down as you want and go through them yourself. I'm not, not, gonna... not like this podcast is built on rabbit holes. <laughs> yeah, literally. Right? That's why I'm trying to keep this one a little bit more streamlined, which won't happen. But, um, it, and obviously, as you know, Exodus is like the old law. So, like, you, you can just immediately make the argument of, yeah, well, you know, that's the old law. But in, in that law, God gave the same level of protection to unborn or, like, babies in the womb that he does any other human life. Okay, I guess I kind of, I guess I'm going to have to read it now that, now that I think about it. Give us or spark rather, notes. I don't, I can't. It's literally like six verses. We'll be fine. If we go. Exodus 21, 22 through 25. You, get, you, you want me to wait for you? You're good. All right. When men get in a fight and hit a pregnant woman so that their child, so, or excuse me, so that their children are born prematurely, what'd you do? Did you, did you just spit on your mic? No. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I may have, I, I, nothing. We'll try that again. When, 
When men get in a fight and hit a pregnant woman so that their children are born prematurely, but there is no injury, the one who hit her must be fined as the woman's husband demands from him, and he must pay according to judicial assessment. If there is an injury, then you must give life for life, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, foot for foot, burn for burn, bruise for bruise, wound for wound. When a man strikes the eye of his male or female slave and destroys it, he must let the slave go free in compensation for his eye. If he knocks out the tooth of his male or female slave, he must let the slave go free in compensation for his tooth. So I went a little bit over from what the reference was I gave. But he kind of he like goes on to say, that like, if, if you hit the woman and nothing happens to the baby that's inside her, like once it you know is born, then it's all it's all at her discretion. But if something happens to that baby, like if that baby dies because of it, then you're up. It's your turn to end your life. Like well, not you know not not off yourself, but like you know the whole capital punishment thing or whatever. Like a life for a life, and that's that's kind of what it's saying. Like if you mess up the baby's eye, you deserve your eye to be messed up. You know, if you if you burn the baby, I don't know if that's possible. Then you be burned. You know, if you burn, I don't know if you can burn the baby in the womb or not. But um, you know, whatever, you get the idea. But that's, I mean, that that's the first reference yeah. of God kind of honoring that. You know, we we have the same principle from like living, walking human as we do mm-hmm. baby in the womb. You know, yeah. it's it's the same level of. Punishment. I really, I really like how it keeps on going and talks about slaves. It goes on to animals too, but I didn't feel like animals were. It's, it's actually really boring. <coughs> I remember, yeah, I remember. Yeah, I don't want to get just, through all of it. It's basically the gist of it is justice. Right. Well, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. I think it's really interesting that it keeps, gone, keeps on going and talks about all of the different things. And it's saying if you're a man and you do something that is wrong or causes issues, man up. And take the consequence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the alternative to that is, don't do the thing. Don't mm-hmm. don't wrong people. Don't hurt other people. Because if if if, and this is this is where I stand on it. it. It's abortion is not the issue that I care about. It's the heart of people, and the heart of people is the root of the issues. Right. If we all loved each other, we wouldn't be having these arguments. These things wouldn't exist. Right. And so, if you were just being a good man and living by the code of love and respecting other humans, you wouldn't have to get rid of your slave. You wouldn't have to pay the woman for the baby in whatever way that you would pay, physically, monetarily, whatever. If you're just doing what you're supposed to do, none of these things would happen. Mm-hmm. And that's where, that's where I come from. With It's, it's a heart issue. It's not an anything else issue. Is an issue of the heart that we think it's okay for all of these things. And that's why I come from it and say, this just makes me sad. Like, there's nothing else that I can say about it. I'm just sad. Continue. Uh, okay. So, uh, and I'm not, like, leading down, like, big, long rabbit holes with each of these verses. Like, they are just, like, tidbits of scripture that support why abortion is no point in. So, like, I'm not, like reading a few verses and then going down like 10 minutes it's just like these these are just parts of the bible you know they're they're in there so the next one is psalm 139 verses 13 through 16 
It says, for you, it was you who created my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I will praise you because I have been remarkably and wondrously made. Your works are wondrous, and I know this very well. My bones were not hidden from you when I was made in secret, when I was formed in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw me when I was formless. All my days were written in your book and planned before a single one of them began. So that, especially that last verse there, it goes to show that, like, God has your life planned out front to back before you're even thought of. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, here parents always reminisce about how, uh, what's the saying? There's a saying for that. Like, God knew you before we ever thought about you or whatever, however that saying That's is. That's a verse. Oh, is that a verse? It's Maybe that comes from that verse. I don't know. Maybe I'll that's find that it. verse in a different version. I don't know. But anyway, that, that goes to show, again, biblically, that your life clearly, at least in the eyes of God, if, if that's, you know, if that doesn't matter, I don't know what else would. Your, your life is planned out before you're here. Jeremiah 1 1 before I formed you in the womb I knew you before you were born I set you apart I appointed you as a prophet to the nations a sovereign Lord I said do not know I said I do not know how to speak I am only a child okay then I keep going but you know it's really funny my next one's Jeremiah 1 4 through 5 well that's (laughs) well so the thing you were talking about is right before that before I formed you in the womb I knew you before you were born I set you apart and appointed you as a prophet to the nations he's talking about Jeremiah right so on on that one let's just jump right into that one since we're here right that one how you said then I'll I'll read I'll read verses 4 and 5 just because I have it written down the word of the Lord came to me I chose you before I formed you in the womb I set you apart before you were born. I point, I appointed you a prophet to the nations. Okay, so right there, all it says is... Okay, I mean, wait, I think that's what I just read. Maybe maybe I had the wrong verse. Oh, yeah, it's 1-5. Yeah. Sorry. So, okay, well, that's even, that's even more ironic now. So, literally what that's saying is that he had this baby in the womb. Or... Yeah, it says before you were born, so I don't... Oh, yeah, I formed you in the womb. Before before I formed you in the womb. Yeah. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. So, like, what if that that baby is not a life, how, how is it possible that God has it intended to be the leader of a future nation? Mm Mm-hmm. If if that was never like like how, that's the, how how many how many of God's plans for people's lives are are struck down because because I mean if if there's a baby in the womb and that's a life he, there's a plan for that life so there's so many there's so many people's lives their plans that God has for them are just shot down before they even ever get a chance to like do it or screw it mm-hmm. you know what I mean like I, they, they, they don't even get a chance as a Christian. We should believe. So this comes into a Calvinist argument, but I don't want to go there. But as a Christian, we should believe that everyone has a purpose and a destiny. And right there proves to me, before you're formed in the womb, God already knows what your purpose and your destiny Mm -hmm. is. God knows that you're going to be on this earth. Mm -hmm. I agree, man. I agree with you. So I think that you have to believe in God before you get a strong stance on 
Oh yeah, well, if I if I, I wasn't well, a Christian, that's, that's not the truth. That's not true. You don't have to believe in God to have a strong stance on it, but it's gonna right, be. It's right. not gonna be. You it, know, if I wasn't a Christian, kill all them kids. <laughs> right. Like, I don't care. Yeah, you're you're probably gonna end up falling into whatever everyone else around you is. You know. Yeah. I mean, you can have. Very, I know a lot of. I I've learned this past week. There's a lot of people with strong stances that definitely are not Christians. You know, but, I mean, their stance is strong, and it's probably stronger foundation than mine was. Well, I know it wasn't at least a week ago. But anyway. I think I think the important thing is the the lesson that I want to put out there is that if you're a Christian, especially a Christian man, one, you don't have the knowledge or the right to be yelling at women. Mm-hmm. Two, this should not make you angry. This should make you sad. Mm-hmm. This should break your heart. For the people that have to go through these things. And you should do your best to not yell at people, not tell people that they're wrong, but to show sympathy and to show or empathy, not sympathy. Mm-hmm. Show empathy towards those who are struggling with this or, or have had to do it or have done it, whatever. The, it, is, it is a sad thing. And if you're a, a, a female that's a Christian... Good Lord, I don't. That's rough. Like, because you you are the people who are going to have the power to change this. Because no one's going to want a man to do it. If a man does anything, then all those people who aren't Christians that are women are just going to lose their minds. Christian women are the only people that are going to be able to solve this issue. All we can do is stand there and help. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's exactly it. Does that, I, I've heard plenty of times, even before this past week, the argument of. Men getting to decide the control of a woman's body. I agree. And I, yeah, honestly, like, yeah, that's kind of true. And it's, it's now what, what really gets me is the double standard with the mandated vaccine stuff, but I'm not getting into that. Yeah. But I, I mean, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's the truth for a long time. I should, yeah. no human being should be able to decide what happens to another human being, whether that, that be, well, whether that be war or right. murder or anything. That's exactly where this whole entire argument takes a different turn because in the eyes of so many people, that baby is not a life. Yeah. So it's your life that's being affected, that's, not the potential future life of the child. I just think that's selfish. That's why, <coughs> well, it is. It's, it's why, like what Jaden said, it all comes back to, to being a hard issue mm-hmm. because, no, I mean, the majority of people don't agree on, you know, this is a life, this isn't a life. If you're not coming at it from a biblical standard, there's a lot of people, you know, if you can't you can't use scripture against people who don't believe scripture right, exactly. is truth in the first place. Exactly, and that's that's why I was prefacing that at the beginning of this because honestly, I don't know how to I don't know how to get through to you if that's if that's if you fall in that area, and honestly, I that's probably not my place to do it. I saw Someone I saw a statistic the other day that was talking about the amount of births in the U.S. and how many are unplanned pregnancies. And versus how many unplanned pregnancies end in abortion and how many births in the U.S. Mm-hmm. are unplanned. And it was someone, no, it was, uh, it was Jerry from church. He was talking about how his mom was, uh, was an unplanned pregnancy, and it was back in a time where it was very difficult to have a baby out of wedlock. And he, he was like, my mom's someone who I really, really, really value her opinion on these things. 
And then I thought about me. Like, I wasn't on planned pregnancy. My parents didn't get married until I was two. I absolutely easily could have been aborted. It would, it would have been like, yeah, okay. And, and that that's why, like, it hurts my soul. Because I was one of those where it was like, it could have just gotten rid of me. And it's like, man, I really like me. I'm gonna I'm gonna put Macker on the on the spot here. You wanna weigh in? Yeah, so if you, I if you want to. Yeah. Um I definitely have a lot of experience on this end of it. Um personally, um I completely agree with everything that everybody is saying as far as um Christian uh mentality and worldview definitely plays a huge part on what is going on right now um, at the same point in time I feel like it's just a more of a morality check for mm-hmm. the entire society of the US um, just because of the fact that we are having these discussions and the fact that these things are on the table in the first place um, you know like a life is a life like mm-hmm. period that that's that's how it is um are there certain scenarios where that might be something that is necessary for whatever reason sure i guess like, <laughs> like sicknesses and problems yeah, yeah um, I, I, that's another thing yeah. i actually even heard a story of christians that was they were going through that where their yeah. baby didn't have arteries and they exactly. didn't have organs so and, it's a but they didn't even abort it and yeah. then the baby ended up being born and dying two weeks after yeah so it, situationally, okay, uh, like that that is uh, yeah, very I'm not, realistic. I'm not get health yeah, reasons, health yeah. reasons and whatnot. I'm not, um, I'm not even touching that. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, it uh, I mean, it definitely hits uh, close to home. Uh, my not sister, um, or yeah, um, myself being uh, attempted to be aborted. Um, so it's I mean, I'm glad it didn't happen. <laughs> And everything um but yeah i i i definitely agree with the heart issue um just in general whether you're christian or not um the the ability of people to have so little emotion in regards to this topic is surprising mm-hmm. uh, at this point um yeah it's it's a lot, <laughs> yeah, to say the least. For sure, I actually I forgot that you were, and then as soon as you said it, I was like, oh yeah, yeah. I it, that's that's the thing that where people are like, it's not a it's not a human, like it's not re- it's like, the, I was that yeah. thing that was not a human, like that's absolutely it's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every sing- you were not a human at one point if that's where you're standing by, yeah. like. And I like me. I like us. <laughs> yeah, I like. I wish I could. I wish I had some like knowledge to try to back some stuff up scientifically too. But like honestly, I just don't. I'm, I'm just not. I'm just not the guy to die on that hill. I don't. I don't I'm, need I'm not science. Be able to defend that one. I right. Need, and that's need, exactly how I feel, bro. I don't need science when Jeremiah one five says, "I knew you before I formed you." Yeah, in the world. that's exactly how I feel. I, I just. I. I don't know that I need the science, based off of scripture, uh, uh, which seems like. It's not that really I don't ca- agree. Really counterintuitive. Yeah, it's but. not that I hate science or anything like that. It's just that that is telling me God knows me before anyone on this planet knows me. Yeah. So why would I let anyone on this planet? It, yeah, it tells it tells me I don't need to see any other proof. 
That's what it tells me. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't need to see some scientific evidence that shows whether a baby is a person or not. Uh, I, I don't need to see it. I see it in the Bible, and that's going to have to be good enough for me to die on that hill. Mm-hmm. Because uh, And here, here's what it is. If that's not enough for you to see it in Scripture that God defends the unborn lives, and that, if that's not enough for you, again, you're going to have to check yourself and see what you actually believe because if you can't you can't disagree with one part of scripture and claim that you know God. Mm-hmm. God will not allow you to not believe what he knows is truth. I, I don't know if what, if you say you follow him. But I don't know what the verse is uh, specifically but better are those who do not or who have never heard than those who have heard and ignored. Yeah. I forget what that is too. But like, like I said five times already, the only thing that I I come back to is like I imagine a scene in my head like a movie. There, there's a girl that's just like super distraught about this, and I, I just want to like give him a hug, just be like, hey, like why? Like what? What is attacking your soul? What are you being oppressed by? Like, the, just a hug needs to happen. Like, that's the sadness that, that right. I feel for this. That it's just like, no one ever hugged you. That's all you need. <laughs> yeah, literally. That's what it feels like. I don't know if it's true or not, but it feels like that. That's not all they need. Right, but. right. Probably need, probably need more than that. But. So, and, and to to kind of to kind of segue this into, like, a little, a little bit of a different, like, I'm, like, I'm going to, like, stray off of the scripture part of this now and just kind of go off of, like, the, the the morality part and the, the situational part. We as Christians have the responsibility, collectively, to be pro-life, but not, like, in just the sense of pregnancy. like it Political ha- pro-life. Yeah, not political pro-life. Like, like true love life. Like... For every stage of life, like it, whether it's pregnancies or toddlers or teenagers or people our age or thirties or forties or fifties or sixties, you know, whatever, we we have to we have to be, we have to love every life, no matter where they're from, where they're at, what they've done, what they've seen, where they're going, anything, mm-hmm. and, and and that's like the, like us being, uh, us I say collectively. You know, just I'm not like generally. Like we we should be realistically as Christians, we should be doing everything we can to help everyone we can. Mm-hmm. Like there there really is no like excuse for it. Like we we should be putting in finances, we should be putting in time, whatever resources it is that we need to do. Like we we have to we have to be doing that for anybody. Yeah. Not just like pregnant women. But uh, since that's where we're at on the topic, like yeah, we as Christians Absolutely collectively need to help. do not do enough. No. And, and that that is that is a clear sign of huge, huge, huge failure in the church today as a whole. Yeah. Not, and obviously, like there are plenty of exceptions to that. I'm sure, you know, I'm, I'm sure there are a lot of churches that have like programs and things set in place to help pregnant moms and stuff like that. You know, like I, I'm not like saying like the entire church sucks. You know, I'm, I'm so, not saying that. <clears throat> but like, I, I, like us, especially especially as men. Because us being, like, apathetic to this kind of stuff, like, or, I mean, really to any sin, but 
but we're talking about abortion. Us being apathetic to it or just like numb to it, like that is also something that we need to check ourselves with because mm-hmm. we should not be apathetic to literal babies being killed because we don't want it for whatever reason. I'll broaden it. You, you know, I'll, I'll broaden what you said. We should not be apathetic to the things that hurt God's heart. No, we should not be. Exactly. It, exactly. Any sin. That's what I just mean because we're, mm-hmm. like, we're, we're mm-hmm. just, you know. But, but there's your little, there's your sound and, bite. And also, <laughs> and also, again, collectively, we, we do not hold other men accountable, like even close to the degree that we should be. Mm-mm. Like you, you go throughout the Bible and God says that like the man is supposed to be like the head of the household or like women submit to your husbands because they are to, they are to guard you. They are to take care of you. We do not hold men to that standard anymore. That standard has gone down the crapper bad, and that's that's nobody else's fault but our own. Like how you how you said the only way to change the hearts of the women is by other strong Christian women. That's the same thing with the men. The men's hearts are not going to change except by the hearts of strong Christian men, and that we've failed collectively. We and have I- sucked at that. For some reason, that's something that's been on my heart a lot recently. Is so at youth group we had a we had a thing where we were going to split up into guys and girls, and I went to Pastor Nick and I was like, "Hey, I," I he was like, "Are you guys going to split up?" And I was like, "You know, I don't have a conviction in my heart to split guys and girls the way that that some of the people in this church do, because my mom is a very strong woman, and." then she's raising my sister to also be strong and I, I grew up about around a lot of strong women who were not afraid to speak when they needed to speak mm-hmm. and I said as a, as a youth leader and as someone that is around young girls in the world that we live in I don't want to help raise a bunch of girls that are scared to speak when there's men in the room mm-hmm. And I, like as a man, that's it's weird to hear someone say, but I, I don't. That's not right. Like, if a girl is scared to speak because there's guys in the room, and I understand there's things with middle schoolers where kids are weird. Yeah, we're not talking about the awkward stuff. But there's there's a level of if a if if there's a girl in a room and that something is happening that makes her uncomfortable or makes her angry, she should be willing to speak out and be comfortable to speak out. And not feel like she's going to be shot down or invalidated by what she said. There's a difference between saying the wrong thing and being invalidated or shot down and saying the right things. So just on the same boat as I want the women to be confident and do that, I want you to also be studied up and smart so that you're not saying stupid stuff. Because mm-hmm. I've also heard that. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, been in, I've been in church services where a, a lady will stand up and say something and everyone's standing there looking at her like are you dumb like what are you saying and it's like don't like i i I like that you did it but you should know what you're saying before you stand up and say something you you gotta be pretty solid before you pull that card Mm -hmm. yeah quit so a segue just off the topic for a second we were at at a conference last week at a church and there were, we were in a room full of youth pastors and youth leaders and there was a there was a psychologist who was standing up teaching us the class was how to help students with anxiety and despair that was the class 
and he was a psychologist and he starts it off by saying i'm not a very good public speaker this stresses me out bear with me and then he the first thing he does is he asks a question he says so are, are, are you guys in here counselors and this one guy and it pissed me off he stood up and he went so you're, he, the, the guy the psychologist guy went so you're all youth pastors and the guy stands up and goes well, he doesn't stand up but he goes no uh, mostly youth leaders and he goes oh so you're a youth leader and he went well no I'm a youth pastor first you're invalidating your entire team that's in the room that was super rude then the psychologist goes oh okay so do you do you see yourself in like a counseling position or something like that and he went no and I immediately I'm pissed Get out. <laughs> I am I am I am mad not at, the right spot but I am mad at this guy and I I spoke up and I went well actually we might not be labeled as counselors but it's our job to be what a kid needs when a kid needs it and it then it like let the guy segue in but I was like dude you're first of all you're a youth pastor like shut up and it's things like that that get into what we just talked about where it's like stop being that guy no one likes that guy Jesus likes that guy. He may not like him. Jesus, him. Jesus loves that guy, but he doesn't like that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus would have flipped that guy's table. Yeah. He, he probably it's, would have like, flipped like, his like, car. Like, what doctrine are you under that you think, you as a Christian, I don't care if you're a youth pastor. As a, as a, yeah. as a Christian, as someone that reads the Bible and subscribes to the teachings of Jesus, as a Christian, what doctrine are you under that you think you're not what someone needs when they need it. Because that is a direct example of, I'm pretty sure, something that Jesus said. I am to men what they need when they need it. Something like that. And it just, it drove me crazy that he was like, no, I, I'm, I'm not that. I'm a pastor. It's like, no, you are that. That's your job. It's literally in the, in the job description. But that, that was my segue. I'm sorry. It made me mad. And I, right. That was random, but it, it was all right. I wanted to voice it because it, 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 did, it really bothered me that Christians that aren't pastors, there are, there are Christians that aren't pastors that live the best way they could possibly live and try to be the perfect person that they can be. And then we have people like that that are in positions of leadership over young minds that are like Plato thinking that he is not that guy. Like, you are that guy. Be that person when they need that person. Don't think you're too good for that. Jesus never thought he was too good to wash someone's feet. Yeah. 1 Corinthians 9, 22 and 23. To the weak I became as weak that I might win the weak. I have become all things to all men that I might by all means save some. Now this I do for the gospel's sake so that I may be a partaker of it with you. I think that's Paul. It is Paul. It is Paul. It is Paul. But I still, my point still stands. We are not here to do one thing and one thing only. And Pastor Nick said this about people cleaning toilets in the church. He's like, you're never good enough to do a job that needs done. So, sorry. <laughs> Keep Wait, going. Why are you sorry? Because that wasn't about abortion. 
But yeah. that was a that was something that really bothered me this week that I really wanted to throw out there. Because right there in the Bible verse, I became all things to all men when they needed me. Is that what it says? Become all things to all men and women when they need you. Be a comforter, be a counselor, be a rock. Be all things to all men when they need you, men and women. And right now, America needs a rock. America needs people that stand strong in love because people are hurting. Actual love, not not what most people think is love biblical yes love yes because people are hurting plenty of the wrong love and going on and a lot of christians are just causing more hurt and that's what that's what kills me yeah yeah do you have final points because mm. that's my final point yeah i don't know I, I guess i guess i don't really have like a final point to say but like i guess final thought like i i, I have felt like extremely extremely convicted to like do something about this maybe uh, maybe that's jesus tugging on your heartstrings to adopt when it, when it becomes time yeah, for you to I, adopt you know, and then, you know it might be but i mean right now it's definitely not definitely yeah right now no that. but like that might be but, like a plant a path that god's setting you down of i care for these people i'm gonna go do it yeah right that's like it's the same reason people go on mission trips i care for people and i want to go help right. no matter what it is even if it's Passing out food at your local food bank. That's a mission strip. Right. Right. Honestly, that's the kind of stuff we need to be doing all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, collectively, for the most part, Christians have really sucked at the uh, the helping people and meeting people where they're at kind of thing. You know? Yep. I mean, I, I think we're all guilty of that. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyone else? Final points? Yeah, here's my two cents. <laughs> <laughs> stepping, stepping away from Scripture a little bit back into the abortion discussion and it's an argument that has been probably beaten to death by a lot of people um, because I practice violence it is my job it is, it is my goal to become good at violence <laughs> I think I think you know from a um, American justice system standpoint killing a pregnant woman is a double homicide why all of a sudden does that not become a life whenever you take it into a hospital setting? Uh, yeah, I don't know. There we go. I think that's good two cents. Why does it not become a single homicide? Anyways. All right. You guys got any final points? That's that. I'm not here to make people angry. If you want to come talk to me, come talk to me. He's good at violence, though. Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, Mac, you got any? Um, I I think overall, um, there's just a lot going on in general in this country. Um, the ability of just years on this planet to be able to desensitize Christian men to desensitize Christian women, just to desensitize in general is very saddening thought um not very often do i think regularly about like any hot button topics like this mm-hmm. um just because it's been 
counted on <laughs> so much uh, for you know last several years especially um, but I think just in general um, you know there there are other outlets um, aside from abortion obviously um, so I guess for for us more more or less um, being able to provide those forms of help to people who need it um, is kind of a, a new calling I guess that I'm seeing yeah just being being more active in in that area for sure all right well this has been comic chaos podcast episode 66 we love you Thomas what do they do check out the website maybe we'll have some stuff maybe we won't <laughs> depends on if you guys want it or not um, all the links for the episodes are there and the social medias are there um, feel free to reach out to us if you want to talk about anything yeah that's all I got thanks for listening bye everybody see you next time <laughs> <laughs>